following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Earthman. Uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of radio. I think Jackal's a Latino. I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you again. The Jackal. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome friends, welcome foes to another exciting episode right here inside the Jackal's Head. That's right, I am live on psn-radio.com, SoFlo Radio, YouTube, Twitch, DLive, and Facebook. That's right, we're everywhere, folks, and I want to welcome everybody on this very interesting evening, December 20th, 2020. Folks, it's almost uh, the, the Christmas time of year. Well, it is the Christmas time of year, but it's almost Christmas itself. We're only a few days away. And I hope everybody's enjoying their time with family and enjoying the holidays leading up to the 25th. A lot has happened in the last few days. I have uh, a couple things I wanted to go over, including a phone call that I made uh, just uh, 24 hours ago, almost, uh, to the hospital where Tiffany Dover works at. And I got to uh, to speak to uh, a, a person by the name of Lisa McClowski. She's the vice president of uh, marketing and communications for the hospital. And uh, I brought this uh, onto YouTube and onto the Internet, Rumble, and all the other places because... Uh, there's been a very nasty rumor going around that she had passed away. Now, if you don't know who she is, she's the first responder uh, nurse that was injected with the Pfizer vaccine. And uh, there was uh, a lot of rumors going around that she had died uh, from this vaccine. And so to uh, get on top of the news, I went ahead and I called uh, the uh, hospital itself and I spoke again to Lisa and who was very nice, by the way, and uh, she explained to me the situation of what happened, and no, she's not dead, uh, Tiffany Dover's alive and well, and uh, she had a reaction, it's uh, something that happens, actually, when I saw the video and I uh, did a little research, which a lot of people don't like to do these days, they just go on by whatever third-party website uh, stuff they read nowadays, but I did my own research, I called the hospital, and um, I saw that, uh, you know, I talked to them and I saw that uh, it was all just an online hoax. It's a, just a rumor. At least this is the official word. Okay. We we don't know anything. And, you know, a lot of folks who have dropped comments on YouTube already have made good points uh, that we have to uh, really get Tiffany to uh, either uh, come forward with a, a picture of herself holding maybe a, a newspaper or something along those lines, that would definitely help the narrative of that she's okay. Now, if she doesn't do that, well, then that feeds a different narrative, now, doesn't it? It feeds uh, conspiracies and all kinds of different things, which might be possible. I mean, we we never know. We, we really don't know what's happening uh, with uh, Tiffany until we see her. Now, she's not a public figure. So that's a that's a thing that really you know um, concerns me because she is a nurse. Uh, I don't think she was prepared for the cameras, and I think that's what kind of happened to her, uh, where she wasn't really ready for the 
media attention per se. Remember, not everybody is built to do what we do here on uh, on podcast or video cast or whatever. Not everybody is into being public figures. Not everybody wants the scrutiny or the attention that comes with uh, being on the internet or just uh, being known uh, to begin with. So that might have, you know, triggered what happened to her. That at least that's the uh, the condition that she has. It's uh, it's not uncommon. That's the crazy part. It's uh, Vosogol Sinocopi. Uh, I'm probably butch- butchering it, but it's Vasovagal Sinecopi. Okay, that's the name of her condition, according to Lisa. And Vasovagal Sinecopi is, uh, again, common to more than 200,000 cases per year in the U.S. So let's get on top of that. It's uh, it's not uncommon. Over 200,000 people all suffer from this. Uh, symptoms are pale skin, lightheadedness, tunnel vision, nausea, feeling warm, cold, clammy sweat, and um, yawning, blurred vision, and yes, fainting does happen as well. Uh, so, and by the way, this can be triggered, and uh, this is due to standing for long periods of time uh, in a very hot room. Uh, sight of blood or facing other stimuli that provokes fear or surprise. Now think about it. That's, I think, what happened to her. She was, um, you know, she's a nurse, so she's used to seeing blood. So I don't think the, the sight of blood did it to her, but uh, probably the fact that she just got, you know, injected and, you know, her adrenaline was pumping. She's surrounded by cameras. She got a little bit lightheaded. Next thing you know, she fainted. These things again are are common. These these things happen, so it's something to, to fear. But again, you cannot let the cure be worse than the disease, right? And I I was really scared that a lot of people would uh, be scared to maybe uh, give this vaccination a try if it is a real vaccination that could help. Because of something like that, it, you know, it could just be a bad PR nightmare. Or something like that. So we have to take everything with a grain of salt. But I do agree that the best way for her to prove that she's alive and well, it's uh, easily. Get on a, on video, say you're okay, and uh, show uh, everybody that you're alive and well. Um, maybe if you don't want to go on video, get a newspaper with a date on it, even though that can be photoshopped. So good luck there. Uh, but, I mean, a quick video saying that you're alive, uh, I think, would uh, suffice, and I think it'll make uh, the people very, very happy. Uh, because nobody wants to see Tiffany hurt or in any way. We uh, wish her the best. And, again, Lisa uh, McCloskey, the uh, Vice President of Marketing and Communication for the Chattanooga Hospital, is very, very nice. And uh, I believe her. I have no reason not to believe her. You know, I know the conspiracy busts are like, oh, come on, Angel Jackal, come on. You're gonna believe that, uh, that, you know, they're gonna tell you the truth. I mean, I've already seen the comments and stuff. And yeah, there's probably, uh, some truth to that. That maybe some, uh, some people would lie in situations like this. I mean, you know, conspiracies sometimes are real. Sometimes they're not. Uh, I mean, how often have we not seen, uh, where somebody in a situation like hers, for example, uh, goes through, uh, something like that and, you know, the worst moment, uh, of your life happens in front of the camera. 
and it's just one of those situations that you don't expect, you don't uh, prepare for, it just kind of happens. And uh, I think that's really what happened here with uh, this young lady. But uh, again, our you know wishes, best wishes are to her. I hope that she's okay. I do want to play the audio uh, because I think it's very important that um, you know people get uh, to hear for themselves what it is that um, that I spoke to uh, with in uh, regards uh, with um, Lisa. So I'm going to look it up real quick here, and I'm going to go ahead and play it in a few seconds. But I also have a clip, which I'm going to get to as well in, in a little bit. That's a little bit longer of a clip, and that has to do with uh, Ted Cruz, of all people. And I'm going to have Kate from Around the Campfire with Kate on the uh, podcast here in a little bit uh, to do a few minutes of a segment with me. We're going to talk about the Ted Cruz clip, because it's very important. He went nuclear on China. Folks, Ted Cruz unloaded in a most historical way, and I got to applaud him. I think I have uh, an applause. Uh, yep, I do have an applause on this. That's for you, Ted. Ted Cruz, he made it happen uh, with a, a fine showing in Congress. And uh, the video is epic. I mean, he really dissected the problem with China and uh, did it in, in an epic way. So I'm going to play that after I play the clip with uh, Lisa uh, McClowski. Again, uh, the Vice President of Marketing and Communication at the Chattanooga Hospital that treated uh, a lot of patients are ready for COVID-19, and so far, everything has gone smoothly. They have one PR nightmare, Nurse Tiffany Dover. You know, she passed out. Thankfully, again, from the reports, she's fine. She's with family. You know, she's just trying to get away from all the, uh, this, you know, the, the pressure of the media who is... Uh, just lighting her uh, Facebook on fire since uh, the uh, fainting happened. I mean, I can only imagine being in her position. So uh, let me play that clip of the uh, audio phone call, and uh, then I'm going to go ahead and uh, play the uh, video clip of uh, Ted Cruz. Uh, um, you know, this is an audio phone call with Lisa, so unfortunately I don't have a video representation but you can hear very clear uh, what exactly took place here. And, uh, again, this was uh, spontaneous. I didn't plan this out. I just I read the news, and I was like, I got to get on top of this. And uh, uh, posted it on YouTube, above, uh, on YouTube about maybe 23, 24 hours ago. And it's got like 3,000 hits already. So it's doing very well, thankfully. You know, that's going to help the uh, algorithms or whatever that stuff is called. But here it is, here's the clip. And I'm going to mute myself so I don't speak over myself. Speaking over myself. But anyway, check this out. Hello, this is Lisa. Good afternoon. I'm calling uh, on behalf of my network. Hello. Uh, I was trying to find out information on Tiffany Dover. Is this the Chattanooga Hospital that she works at? Yes, it is. Uh, yes, I'm sorry to bother you. I'm calling from uh, PSN TV News. My name's Angel Espino. I'm the uh, the owner. Okay. I was just calling to inquire about Ms. Dover's condition. Tiffany. Tiffany Dover. Right. Sure. 
Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware or if you are or not, but there's a, an online uh, rumor going around that she had passed away. Oh, yeah. Just wanted to uh, make sure that we debunk the rumor before it spreads and goes too viral. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is a fake report out there that she died, and she did not die. She's alive and well, and she's with her family. So, but she she's a little overwhelmed. The as you might imagine, the social media um, frenzy and the number of people who found her on her social pages and have hounded her is has really been um, challenging for her. She's she's obviously not used to that type of scrutiny. So, she is. Um, just asking for privacy for her and her family, but she's alive and well. She's not. She's not having any uh, mm-hmm. side effects. I spoke to her, and she just had, said her arm was sore the day after, but that was it. So, yeah, that was the reports that came out that it was just uh, an incident that she had from a prior condition. I hate to pronounce right. the name of it because it's really difficult for me to pronounce it. It's the Nocopi, um, Vosago, Sinopcopi, is the way it's pronounced. Um, yeah, um, a vagal response is what it is. It's a correct. vagal, uh, an overactive vagal response. So yep. anytime she, like it, she said, if she stubs her toe, she she can pass out. It's it's a condition that um, just causes a hypersensitivity to any type of pain stimuli. So that's what happened. And then also, she, that of course, has never stood in front of cameras like that and. She was called up unexpectedly. We didn't schedule her to speak. Um, she was asked, uh, kind of pulled from the from the back when somebody said we need a nurse. And I think the nerves uh, of That's seeing her. all the cameras. Yeah. And she hadn't eaten all day. She had worked 14 hours. So I just think it was a combination of all those and then her condition. But um, she's fine. She's she's doing fine. You know, it's funny you, you say that because that's exactly kind of what I reported, that I feared that's what happened, that it was just nerves, mm-hmm. that it was a reaction yeah. to the actual event, not the drug itself, uh, right. which it, yeah. it's typical. I, I suffer from lupus, uh, and, oh. I, and, and I have uh, fear of blood myself, so I've fainted before at the sight of blood. Uh, yeah. So I understand, because yeah. I've taken yeah. a lot of shots over the years in medicine and stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm very, like, uh, squimish for that kind of stuff, so mm-hmm. I, I understand, you know, in the condition, how that stuff could happen. Mm-hmm. I've seen athletes who've had it happen before. So I was really trying to make sure that I debunked the whole death thing, because yeah. I, I would hate people to, to be scared to get the vaccine because of a fake right. news like that, you know, it's just not cool. Yeah. And we've been, um, Facebook has been helping us take mm-hmm. down every time somebody posts that uh, supposed death certificate, they've been taking it down. And they also, their fact checker called me and they've been trying to debunk it and put a screen over any time somebody posts it. So, um, but that seems to play into people's conspiracy theories. They think it's a big con- you know, conspiracy that we're hiding something, but we yeah. vaccinated today. Yeah, we vaccinated 250 employees today. You know, there are no issues whatsoever. We're doing that every day for the next four days, and then we start again with our next shipment. So it's going really well. Oh, I, I'm very happy to hear that, and thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. I know you, you folks are very busy, okay. 
And uh, it, it was lovely right. speaking to you and getting your information. If you don't mind, could I pass it along to my listeners and watchers so I make sure that we can debunk yeah. this? Yeah, absolutely. Please do. We Thank you so it. much. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you so much. And once again, what's your position at the hospital so people know it's legit? I'm, I'm the vice president of marketing and communications. Excellent. And what's your name again, dear? So make sure I have all permission ready. It's Lisa McCluskey, M-C-C-L-U-S-K-E-Y. Well, there you go, folks. That's the, uh, the phone call with uh, Lisa McCluskey at the hospital. Again, uh, do your own research. Don't take my word for it. You know, I always say... Uh, uh, you know, it's uh, something that we all have to take into our own consideration, into our own hands, and uh, do the, the uh, boots-on-the-ground work, man. Call in, ask. You know, it doesn't hurt to ask, uh, you know, the hospital if she's okay before you just run uh, and go crazy with some kind of online rumor. I mean, the worst thing you want to do is get scared and not take a vaccination, which might be good. The reason I... I think the Pfizer vaccination might be a good one and I had this discussion earlier with uh, some people online is because this is not the one that Bill Gates is really pushing hard Bill Gates is pushing uh, one by another company I think they called Novovax or something like that Novovaccine or something which has a, uh, a a global agenda and it's a mandated vaccine that he wants to push and it's being uh, done with the uh, Indian uh, market, Indian India, with that market uh, in in particular in mind. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff behind that which seems very uh, shady, and I just don't trust it. And and Pfizer is something that Trump was, you know, more I think uh, on top of because it, and look, it, it's the one that responded the, the quickest, right? I mean, Pfizer. Uh, might be just what they're they're claiming on the right here. It might be a minor miracle, and if it is, it also you know uh, it, it really works in the favor of uh, look. If this virus is a real legit virus, uh, and Trump, who promised that he was going to have a vaccine before the end of the year of the year was over, manages to deliver, there is literally nothing the left could say about Trump. After that alone, I mean, they could kiss my ass. Uh, whatever you know, BS they want to say about the president, uh, he has again shown that he is willing to put it on the line. Uh, the man got you know COVID himself. He came out of the hospital within days, fired up. Uh, unlike Sleepy Joe, who couldn't uh, even get ten people to show up to a, a, a sit down. Trump went out and started the rallies, you know, as soon as he possibly could. Had thousands of people showing up at the airports. Peaceful protests, right? That's what they called them, peaceful assemblies. Because you couldn't hold a rally, technically. So, the you know, the amount of people that love this president. Far our reaches, the, the so-called hater brigade of Trump. And that's very evident, folks. I mean, I'm not making this stuff up. That's very, very clear. By the 74 million legit voters who got up and went and voted for the president. Now this uh, BS uh, mail-in ballot stuff. But with that said, he's put a lot behind the Pfizer uh, vaccines. And I, I tend to right now think that he might be the only person uh, in any position of power that I that I really would trust at this point because uh, I don't trust many 
in in Congress, I trust very little. In the Senate, very few. There's a, a lot of standouts and people who have left the Senate who are awesome, like Jim Jordan. He's an awesome dude. Uh, but there's a few guys who have left uh, Congress and the Senate who I uh, I like, and it's a shame they're no longer there. Uh, and some that are there that are very shady that I don't like, like Mitt Romney, for example, and John Kerry, for example, are still around. And, I mean, those guys are a disgrace to the parties that, they, that they're in. And uh, it's uh, a, a shame that we have to deal with uh, nincompoops that are completely sold out to China. And, yes, folks, they're sold out to China. I mean, that, this much is clear. The bug came from China. There's a lot that's going to happen in the next few days. But, again, I had, like I said, a, a piece of video that I did want to play from Ted Cruz. And why is this important? Well, the reason this is important is it's because Ted Cruz completely unloaded on China. Now, I'm talking about this, folks, is epic. He went off on China on this uh, on this video and audio, which for the listening audience on psn-radio.com and SoFlow Radio who are listening in, uh, I'm going to play the audio so you guys can hear it, but I'm also going to play the video for everybody who's watching again on Twitch, DLive, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, so you guys also could uh, check out what I'm gonna uh, put uh, put here. This is uh, amazing. I mean, he look. China for years has been completely stealing from us. Uh, I mean that that is not a joke. They've been stealing our intellectual properties for many many years. Uh, we have done very little because eh, we're scared. You know, we've been scared to do nothing basically. We've been scared into becoming a sissified, basically a sissified nation of of, uh, of men. I mean, I, I saw videos this summer which left me scratching the bald head that I'm scratching right now, which was people that were being approached in the streets and they're being told to kneel, okay, and and say Antifa or Black Lives Matter or whatever, uh, and then claim that they their white privilege and they condemn the white privilege. I mean, folks, this is 2020. Can we give the rhetoric up, please? I mean, uh, like, can we stop with the BS and the nonsense? Uh, this is complete, uh, you know, hypocrisy by uh, people who claim that they want to have a free and open society, right? Oh, uh, yeah, let's have a free and open society, but let's exclude half of the population and let's, you know, destroy and seek them out and, and make them pay like Cynthia Johnson wants to do. That's not how this works, folks. You either are part of the collective or you're not. And right now we're facing a threat from China. And I applaud. Yes, I applaud. Applaud that man, Senator Ted Cruz, for what he was able to do. And I'm going to go ahead and play the audio and play the video for you folks. So please uh, take a good listen and a good view of what you're about to hear now. President, I rise today to join my colleagues in discussing the single greatest geopolitical threat facing the United States for the next century. And that is the rise of communist China. We are right now months into a deadly global pandemic. 
that has sickened over 14 million people worldwide and has taken the lives of over 600,000 people. And why are we in the midst of a global pandemic? Because the Chinese Communist Party deliberately lied to the world, covered up the outbreak, and allowed it to spread. The coronavirus pandemic has thrown into high relief the fact that China is our most dangerous threat for eight years in the U.S. Senate. I have worked hard to lead the fight to address the threat of China, Chinese communist power and aggression and hostility head on, to make the United States economy as free and independent from China as possible and to thwart the never-ending propaganda and censorship campaign from the Chinese communists. Last week, the Chinese communist government made the decision to sanction me personally. So I am now, I awoke to discover, prohibited from traveling to communist China. Somehow I think I will overcome that great burden. And I will tell you, I wear China's sanction as a badge of honor. There's a reason they're lashing out. There's a reason they have decided to direct personal sanctions on me, because they are scared, they are terrified. The Chinese communists are murdering, lying, torturing tyrants. For a long time in Washington, there were politicians in both parties, Democrats and Republicans, who were apologists for China who denied the threat was there, who insisted that the path forward was getting more and more and more in bed with the Chinese communists. Well, the most significant long-term foreign policy consequence of this global pandemic is people's eyes are opening up on both sides of the aisle here in Washington and across the world. One need look no further than the United Kingdom reversing its decision to allow Huawei to build their telecom infrastructure to understand how China's mendacity has been revealed to the world. So how do we hold China accountable? How do we deal with the Chinese Communist Party? First of all, we should sanction Chinese officials involved in the ongoing suppression of medical experts, of journalists, and political dissidents, all of whom have been disappeared by the Chinese tyrants. I've introduced legislation to do just that. Over the past several years, I've introduced roughly a dozen separate pieces of legislation, all focused on different aspects of addressing the China threat. Another aspect is Chinese propaganda, Chinese propaganda that is reflected here in the United States. Big business, giant corporations, the media, Hollywood, all are terrified to take on communist China. All see the billions they can earn from access to the Chinese markets as more important than free speech. With respect to Hollywood, sadly, too many movie producers here in the United States have been perfectly content to allow the Chinese communists to censor American movies. So, for example, later this year, the sequel to Top Gun is scheduled to come out. Top Gun, one of the greatest military recruiting films ever made. Well, the sequel now... On Maverick's bomber jacket on the back, the flag of Taiwan has been removed. And the flag of Japan, both the Chinese overlords deemed offensive and our heroic First Amendment champions in Hollywood dutifully complied with censorship. By the way, it needn't just concern geopolitical affairs in Asia. Another Hollywood movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, a fabulous biopic of Freddie Mercury, the lead singer for Queen, 
The Chinese censors decided it offended their sensibilities to have scenes in the movie that revealed that Freddie Mercury was homosexual. Now, I ask you to pause for a second and ask, how on earth do you tell Freddie Mercury's life story without including the fact that he was gay? It was integral to who he was. And yet Hollywood, who on so many other issues are glad to be woke social justice warriors, dutifully complied when the Chinese censors said, take it out, and they deleted the scenes from Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, I've introduced legislation in this body called the Script Act that will impose consequences when American companies allow the Chinese government to censor our films. The consequences are simple. We don't have the power as the government to impose direct negative consequences. But what we do have the power to do is use the incentives we have, namely, lots of movies borrow federal assets. You go watch a movie and you see a plane or a ship or a tank. You go watch a movie that's on the border and you see DHS assets. All sorts of federal agencies allow movies to use equipment that is the property of the federal government. Script Act is very simple. It says if you're going to allow the Chinese communists to censor your movie, the federal government is not going to loan you our equipment and materiel. We're not going to facilitate making a movie if you're going to give the Chinese communists the editing and censoring pen. Not only do the Chinese communists engage in propaganda in Hollywood, they also engage in espionage and propaganda on our university campuses, a very deliberate, systematic effort to steal and deceive. In the National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2019, I was proud to secure a funding prohibition for the Department of Defense from funding universities where the money could go to a Confucius Institute. As a result of that bipartisan legislation that earned support from Republicans and Democrats, 17 Confucius Institutes have been shut down. When it comes to our supply chain, we have seen in recent months the incredible foolishness of allowing the American supply chain to be dependent on China. Medical equipment, pharmaceuticals, PPE. In the midst of this pandemic, one Chinese government state-controlled newspaper explicitly threatened to cut off life-saving pharmaceuticals to the United States of America as a tool of economic warfare. Well, Mr. President to do that, that wouldn't just be economic warfare, that would be actual warfare that is literally threatening the lives of millions of Americans. We need to break our supply chain, depend supply chain dependence on China, especially concerning critical infrastructure, and I've introduced a host of legislation designed to do so with respect to pharmaceuticals, with respect to, 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 to critical minerals. We have to be, keep the American people's lives and safety not dependent upon the whims of communist China. There you have it, folks. And, I mean, I could not say it better myself. We cannot continue to depend on the whims of communist China. Now, I'm going to get on the call here. Kate. Kate, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. And uh, I want to welcome you inside the jackal's head. I know this uh, it's a little strange because we just spoke uh, a couple hours ago on your own show around the campfire with Kate. Uh, so it might be a little weird, but I wanted to uh, welcome you for a few minutes to talk about this clip uh, that I just played with uh, Theodore Cruz 
as I'm going to start calling because he just earned another notch on the belt of <laughs> total badass. What do you think? High, high respect for that man. He has not stopped fighting for the American people and he has not stopped fighting for the Constitution. That man definitely has my respect. Uh, he's come a long way since 2016, huh? What do you think? I think it's the beard. <laughs> <laughs> you noticed that, did you? Yeah. Yes. Uh, he also put on a few pounds. He has, but he looks a little bit more presidential. I, you know, I I hate to say it because, you know, I want to vote for uh, for Trump if he runs in 2024. If, God forbid, you know, we have four years of lunacy with uh, Biden. Uh, but maybe after 2024, the next one after that, if he runs, Mr. Cruz might have my vote. What do you think? Uh, he would definitely have my vote. Uh, you know, it's, uh, interesting, the stuff that he, that he talked about there, because, you know, he opened up, uh, a, a good conversation, which I think we've all needed to have for a long time. And I've had this conversation in private with friends, families, and, and about the intellectual properties that China has been stealing from this country and how that is just a piece of the puzzle of what they've been taking from us for many, many years. And Trump has spoken about it. And I think now uh, the rest of the world is starting to see just how troubling this is. What do you think, Kate? Give us your two uh, cents on what you know he talked about, and uh, what do you think? My two cents already. I think China owns just a little bit more than they should of oh, yeah. this country. Mm-hmm. I think that politically, with Trump in office, China has no recourse on this soil. I think with Biden in office, he will give China as much leeway as they want because he did say that he would prostitute himself to the highest bidder and they seem to be paying him rather well. <laughs> yeah, Biden does kind of look like a prostitute. What do you think? Huh? Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Well, you know, he does have the name uh, Beijing uh, Biden. Beijing Biden. So China. Beijing yeah. Biden. Yep. You know, the whole Hunter Biden thing, it couldn't come out a better time, right? You know, if people would just open their eyes and see what the Biden crime family is all about, it does not take much research to see that Biden, Joe Biden, his son, his brother, anybody else in the Biden family, it does not take much research to see what they're about and what they're going to put this country through if he is sworn in as president and he takes over the White House. China will take over our country, not Biden. Well, you know, China, like, like I said, I, when I've had this discussion for years, they've been uh, planning this. So people are acting surprised, like, no, nah, this is just conspiracy. They've been planning this for a long time. Why else do you think they've been buying our debt for decades? Uh, you know, you don't take over Rome by going in and stomping uh, on the on the front gates and just, you know, pushing your way in. The, the the way they did it was what through a Trojan horse, right? China is the Trojan horse, right? 
and they came in through the back door by buying our debt, buying our athletes, uh, buying our schools, you know, buying education, putting people in play, as we saw with Eric Swallows very well. Uh, they also buy our politicians, and they put spies in there, and that's how you infiltrate a country from within, and you take over from within. And they've been doing that for a long time here. They seem to be doing a very good job with it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So what are we doing? Are we just sitting back and watching them do it, or are we infiltrating their country? No, it looks like we're sitting back and just uh, we've been uh, and you know we've been taking that blue pill for years, Kate. Where I don't know if you're familiar with the Matrix. I know you don't watch a lot of movies, but the the red and blue pill. I'm sure you're familiar with the concept. I do like the Matrix. Yes. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, I know in your in your uh, career, movies have been kind of the least of the of the time you spent watching but hopefully we can fix that in the future <laughs> there's a lot of good moves that you've missed but uh in the matrix as you remember there's the blue and the red pill we've all know about the the red pill and all the people that do the red pill stuff on the internet now because they all want to be more woke than the woke crowd uh but if you you know the left you know ironically are the blue color and uh they've taken that blue pill for years and now I think even some of them are starting to like figure it out because look at the amount of people that are leaving like California and New York for red states. What's that about? It's about time. Right? It's about time. There are, there are a lot of people who are no longer sheep walking. For a long time yep. there's been yep. so many people that were sheeple. Right now I believe that the sheeple are the um, the up-and-coming generations. And the older people the ones who were Democrats for the longest time because they were raised Democrats, so they voted Democrat. They were sheepwalking. They are no longer sheepwalking. They are starting to become awake. And, you know, just like you said, people are leaving California. People are leaving New York. People are leaving Chicago. They are leaving the the blue states and going to red states so they can actually start living again. Yeah, yeah. You, did you hear about the petition they're doing in California not to try to get rid of Governor Newscom? I, I heard that Newscom. <laughs> I, I heard that. I did. I heard that. I mean, uh, talk about uh, a perfect way to end the year if they can pull that off. That's a great Christmas gift uh, for the Californians because he's been a nightmare and a disaster. And I wanted to also report this because a lot of people are not talking about this, but he just bought the domain for Governor Newsom. They really should buy Newscom, but uh, he bought uh, Newsom for President or something like that. Dot com. Uh, I, what? I, yeah. So. It looks like he's gearing up to run for president maybe in 2024. I think it's it's Newsom for president 2024.com, something along those lines. I got to look it up, but there was uh, there's a report that he just bought the domain and uh, they were building a website. So he might put his hat in the ring for 2024. At the same time, the people in California are trying to kick the scumbag out of California because he's just that. He's been a disaster for that state. Isn't he um, Nancy Pelosi's nephew? Uh, I don't know. He might be. I mean, there. I had I had heard that somewhere, that but I had not vetted that. Um, but I was I was pretty sure that he is he is related to her closely somehow. 
and I thought he was his her her nephew, which explains a great deal. They're both in California. They're both scumbags. Hey, and they're both sold to China, and they I think they both love ice cream too. Chocolate might be. I don't know if they're related to Biden or not, but that would be. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they that, they that, they that both they both love chocolate. I think, like, oh, chocolate. Yes, I thought you said they were related to Biden. <laughs> no. I, like, oh, I don't know about that, but no, they're, they're sold out well, to I China. Like chocolate too, but that doesn't mean I like China. No, but they, that's there's a whole joke with Nancy Pelosi and chocolate ice cream. Huh? I don't know if you're. Oh, the chocolate ice cream, yeah. the ice cream stuff. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Remember twenty four thousand. Who has twenty four thousand dollars worth of ice cream? Really? Like. Good lord! I'm right? surprised she's not five hundred pounds. I mean, how much Rocky Road do you possibly need, Nancy Pelosi? Hey, watch it! Watch it! Watch it! Rocky Road's my favorite. Watch it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> honestly, it, it's ridiculous. I do like the fact that she's uh, kind of uh, gotten a, a little bit of negative attention over the last year, which has been fabulous to watch, like the salon gate that happened to her for opening her big mouth after she already put her foot in her mouth. Uh, and then she got a huge backlash from that. People were taking, like, dumps in front of her house, which is fabulous to watch. Because she deserves it, you know. She, she's uh, another one who deserves to be pooped on, and uh, she seems to be almost as senile as Biden. Maybe slightly more, because you she, think so? I think so. I mean, it's, sometimes when she speaks, I honestly think that you know she's pissed drunk, but I don't think that's the case. I think she's just losing her mind. Or both. Oh, could be a little bit of both, but I don't think she's been drinking. I think she's just nuts. And the way she's, you know, she doesn't, it's not that she slurs her words, because a lot of people do that, but it's, she loses, like, concentration very easily. She just goes on tangents. She does something that Biden also does, by the way, when she feels that somebody's asking her something that she doesn't want to answer, she attacks the, the reporter or the person. Exactly. And gets into, exactly. like, a confrontation, like, Really, like, okay, if you're going to do that, when they've been polite to you, that's, you know, because you just don't want to answer a question. And it's not like you, people say, well, Trump does that. No, but the difference is when they ask Trump something that he gets mad at, they're being dicks about it. Like, they're asking him in a very right. messed up way. They're, they're, like, they're attacking Trump. Like, Biden's been asked politely, like, hey, you know, uh, uh, how's Hunter? How dare you ask about my son? That's Malarkey. And he just fights with people, like, what? Like, I just, I said hi. You know, like, there was, a, I remember a voter in uh, one of the states where he actually had, like, maybe more than 12 people show up. And uh, they, <laughs> they they asked uh, something of him, and he, and he called the person a pony-faced dog liar or something. I'm like, what? Oh. Yeah, I watched that video. I it saddens me to see that and hear that people actually call Biden one of the smartest people on the planet. He doesn't even admit to that. I mean, remember he he's been uh, trying to run for president three times, and the reason he failed three times was because the truth came out about him that he was very dumb. In fact. He had bragged uh, in the 80s about finishing top of the uh, class in his college. Turned out he was actually bottom of the list. He barely passed. He was a dumb dumb. 
Uh, his teachers all came on and said, yeah, this guy was an idiot, actually. He was... <laughs> and, we only and, passed him because he paid us. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and Trump had a, a brilliant thing, he said. He said, you know, even in prime time, he wasn't exactly that sharp. So imagine now when he's 80. You know, like... And so how did he get more votes than Trump? The president who has gotten more votes than any other president ever in history, and somehow this guy who couldn't get more than 12 people to show up at a sitting, not even a rally, but at a sit-out at a yard somewhere, he got more votes. I don't know. I'm at a, I'm at a loss for words, Kate. I, I have no idea how that works. Uh, yeah. 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 You're never at a loss for words. What's up with that? Yeah, that's the that's the first for me too. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to like address that. I mean, how does that happen? I mean, and for a guy who oh, would, you know it's you know it's all legitimate. Yeah, of you course. Know never cheat. No, I mean, of course not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the left cheating? Uh, Are you kidding me? Come on, seriously. Like well, never. No, no. Never. Oh, that would just break my little heart. I mean, I, I would be in tears if I found out that, that they were cheating, like with the machines no. or like, uh, you know, mailing ballots. Oh, my God. Well, you know, the, those machines have a mind of their own because nobody would actually cheat. So those machines have to do it all by the, 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 their little selves. Yes. And some of them are Chinese minds of their own and some of them no. are German minds of their own. Go no. figure. Yeah. Uh, no. I don't understand how that works. Uh, Kate, please tell the audience what time your show is on uh, PSN Radio so everybody can tune in because you now are doing two nights, and I wanted to uh, promote it here on my show, uh, Inside Jackal Said, so my audience can tune in earlier and check out your show. Tell everybody when you're on. I am primetime live Thursdays and Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Around the campfire with Kate. There you go. And it was a, a fun episode tonight. Survival of the fittest, folks. And uh, it's almost the end of the year. It's almost that time uh, for holidays. And maybe we'll have a nice surprise uh, for the holidays. And maybe there will be a certain uh, family known as the Bidens going bye-bye to prison and not to the White House next year. Cause that would be a nice Christmas present. That would be excellent. Let's start with Hunter and then work our way up to the, the big guy. What do you think? Let's start with the big guy and work our way down to Hunter. <laughs> Either one works for me as long as they all end up, you know, behind bars where they belong. And we exactly. have they can be cellmates. Our country together. Hey, there you go. They won't be able to suicide each other like exactly. Jeffrey Epstein. You know, like <laughs> what's his uh, Alec Baldwin's best friend, Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, was that, he really? Oh, yeah. You haven't seen the roast of Alec Baldwin? Oh, my gosh, no. Adam Carolla went up there, and he actually said, What do you miss more, Alec? Uh, you know, the uh, the jet or your friend uh, Jeffrey Epstein, who got suicided, or something along those lines, uh, because he was really close friends with Jeffrey Epstein. And ironically enough, that part of the uh, roast, eh, they kind of, like, clipped it out when they re-ran the uh, the roast of Alec Baldwin because they were like oh what he, that got through so they they quickly like exited out the uh, clip of Adam Carolla but 
it's on the internet. You know, the internet doesn't forgive or forget. So it's out there. And yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. And, and that's another reason why maybe Alec Baldwin hates Trump so much, right? You know, Alec, you know, Trump had something to do with uh, Jeffrey Epstein going uh, to the uh, the pokey. We know that. Oh, darn! I hate it when that happens. Yeah, no kidding. Kate, okay, I got to go on break here in a couple of minutes. Thank you so much for being back here uh, for uh, this segment. And, uh, you know, thank you for having me. Having your two cents uh, be uh, told on the air. And again, the show is on Thursdays and Sundays, just like my show, but it starts at 8 p.m. Eastern, goes for a full hour, and it's all about survival of the fittest, baby. That's right. Got to stay on top of your game and survive at the end of times. Ain't that right, Kate? That's right. Survive, survive, thrive, and stay alive. Train hard and train smart. There you go. Talk soon. All right. Bye. Take care. There you go, folks. That's Kate from Around the Campfire with Kate. And uh, check out our show again. It's an awesome uh, podcast. And it, they, and it it's uh, something that I'm telling you, uh, she will eventually uh, do three, maybe four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. I think she might do up to 30 uh, days a month on that show eventually because she's good. She's going to she's a lot of information. So right now it's two days uh, a week. I think eventually she might just go the full calendar. She said she has that much information. But for now, two days a week, Thursdays and Sundays, check it out. We're going to be back here in a, in a few minutes with more Inside the Jackal's Head with my guest, Mike Rogers. And, uh, guys, it's going to be fun. So just stick around. We'll be right back right here on PSN Radio. All right, everybody, we're back live on PSN-Radio.com and SoFlo Radio. That's right. Live broadcasting also on YouTube, Twitch. And that right there is a nice cold one being opened by the one and only Mike Rogers. What's up, my friend? How you doing tonight? All right, I'm here. <laughs> How's it going, brother? How are you doing tonight? Pretty good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm. You know, I'm happy that you're doing good. That that makes that brings a smile to my face. Well, I'm uh, sad to hear that you may not be doing so good. Well, you know, health-wise, uh, it's very shaky at the moment, and financial-wise. Very shaky, very, very shaky at the moment, but, uh, you know, it's that special time of year where we're all supposed to smile, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm smiling, but uh, not about your condition. No, I, I know that. I appreciate that. Uh, now, uh, you know, let's forget about my condition, uh, because my condition okay. is... Uh, <laughs> You know, it, it, it. I could go on for that for hours. And I don't want to like uh, depress anybody. Right. But you bet. Uh, what are you drinking on? Because I heard you open a, a something that sounded lovely. What are you, uh, what are you it drinking? Just, it was just a Coke, <laughs> uh, oh. diet Coke, actually. Really? I thought it was a little more exotic, like maybe a Seven Up. No, I don't <laughs> like Seven Up. <laughs> uh, diet, like the, they have diet Seven Up, but uh, it's not. Uh, too good. <laughs> like the cherry diet 7-Up. Huh? What do you think? Actually, I don't, I don't even like Diet Coke, but, you know, 
I gotta, I gotta drink something. <laughs> I don't have any beer. <laughs> I ran out of yeah. Corona. You know, well, they, uh, no, we're talking about Corona beer. Right. <laughs> okay. You gotta be careful now. You gotta be careful. You know, when the whole COVID-19 thing started, uh, Mike, uh, the, the funniest thing, I would go, uh, to the grocery store and, you know, shop. You know, I didn't go crazy like, you know, some people. And I started, uh, you know, just normally I would go shop like I regularly do. And I noticed one thing, which I found hysterical. <laughs> this is, this is going to trip you out. The, the two main th- items that were sold out in every place I went with that I went to <laughs> were, guess what? Corona beer. That's one. What's the other? Toilet paper. Yes, sir. Exactly. <laughs> Corona beer and toilet paper. So that tells you what America's <laughs> thinking about. Got to get drunk, and then I'm going to get the runs. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it, it let us know that uh, toilet paper is much more important in our lives than we thought before. <laughs> because the first thing people headed for <laughs> when they thought, right? you know, the stores are running out of stuff. Oh, God, we got to get toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> got to take care of the sphincter yeah and of course i wasn't thinking too far ahead i go to the store and there's nothing left I mean, you, oh, you know it, it, it happened to me too like i couldn't find a tp anywhere and then I, I went to uh to do laundry one day and i was like man i'm all out of toilet paper what i'm gonna do and i looked at my right hand and i was like i really don't want to do that but i really gotta go poop later you know and <laughs> And so, Mike, I, I was at, at a crossroads, man. I was like, this is a conundrum, right? Like, I didn't know what to do. It was like a puzzle within a puzzle. So I was like, what is it meant to do? Should I just jump in the shower after I poop? But that's going to be disgusting <laughs> for the shower, you know, for the floor. So I I, I went uh, to buy a soda because I was still doing my laundry, and I had like 20 minutes left. And I was like, yeah, let me buy a soda at the little, you know, bodega next door. A little spot ran by uh, real nice Indian folks. And uh, when you walk in, you hear, ting-a-ling-a-ling. Uh-huh. Hispanic. You know, you, you just you hear that, that jingle. Ting-a-ling-a-ling. Hispanic. <laughs> if it's a brother, you hear, ting-a-ling-a-ling. <laughs> Black guy. You know, or other <laughs> offensive words. Uh, but I walked in, very nice people, I'm just joking, guys, uh, and, and I, I got my soda, and then out of the corner of my eye, it was like a mirage in the desert, Mike, I looked over, and, and I see a wall full of toilet paper, and I'm like, how the hell did these people do it? Uh-huh. They were the only place <laughs> in the entire... Yeah, how did they do it? The entire city of Homestead, okay, where I'm staying now... Uh, I just dropped my own docs for anybody who wants to kill me from the left, by the way. Don't do it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. uh, the only place in my entire city, uh, Mike, and I'm not kidding, that had toilet paper were these folks and a waffle. And, I, and, and they were cheap. It was like four rolls for like a buck ninety nine, and it was two ply. Good to roll with, you know, good to, to really? like, you know, hang. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Angel shop for like three bucks. You know, like, good, to- not even, like, the cheap one-ply, like, you know, that you ply once and next thing you know you're having a bleeder and it looks like you just had an abortion. Not that kind. <laughs> Have I shared too much? <laughs> We're really getting in the toilet paper here, aren't we? <laughs> a bleeder. Oh, boy. <laughs> Shoot. 
Did I share too much? Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so what have you been up to? What do we have here, an hour? Yeah, we have a full hour. So, I, you know, we, we just started off. What have you been up to uh, since last we spoke on uh, the show here, which oh, is not long I'm, ago? I'm trying to get my book polished off. Uh, right. You know, it's, it's called Natural Illusions. Uh, I've got a couple of publishers pretty interested in it right now, but I'm not biting that because I know they're going to jump ahead of the game just for that purpose to get it cheaper, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what they uh, do. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot to do with publishers, and uh, and so uh, I'm familiar with all that. So I'm I'm well, I'm not going to turn loose of it until I'm finished. For one thing, they probably want to edit it, but uh, and that's fine. But I got to make certain that I've got it just how I want it first. Uh, and it's uh, you know it's full of illustrations. As of right now, I've got at least three dozen, not more. And it's, you know, it's uh, basically uh, something that people don't even really think about much. Uh, but what it is, is it's a, a whole compilation of uh, natural illusions and uh, a few mental illusions and uh, a man-made illusions thrown in there, but mostly uh, natural illusions, which which is a... Uh, term that I made up, basically. I mean, I didn't make the words, but I put those two terms together because usually in the dictionary you have optical illusion and uh, other such things. But uh, natural illusion is kind of a, a new concept, but basically what it means is something in nature that uh, is going to happen to you, whether you like it or not, and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> For instance, looking at the stars, that's the, that's kind of the, one of the big ones. When you look up at the sky not, at night and you see the stars and you see billions of stars, yeah, the, the sky is full of stars. The truth is, if it wasn't for the fact that we have a, a natural illusion going on there, you've you got to call it a natural illusion uh, because it's, it's a light flare. Every sun, every star in the sky packs a real wallop when it comes to um, electromagnetic energy coming off that star and it produces an awful lot of light visible light as well as everything else in the spectrum of course but uh, we see it because light flare actually amounts to over 3,000 times about actually about 3,220 something times uh, the sight would create a uh, the look of the star will be that that much larger than it really is, and in other words, if the if the star could still be the same size, uh, whatever size it is, and, and still be shiny, but not have the light flare, our skies would be jet black. We couldn't right. see a thing. Yeah, and yeah. we would have never have known that stars were out there. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, one pretty big illusion <laughs> yeah and that's yeah. what i'm talking about because see there's nothing you can do about that uh you're gonna see the stars and it, it gives us all kinds of illusions otherwise concerning the stars uh many illusions actually <laughs> there's so much to come oh I, I remember uh you know when i was a kid and you know we knew less about astronomy than we know now 
uh, everybody would say, yeah, the stars is nothing but, you know, different suns. That's all there are, a bunch of different suns out there in, in the universe. Now we know that that's not the case. A lot of them are planets that are close enough that the light still hits us. Some are galaxies that are, you know, far away, but the light emits so far that we can still see them. Uh, some are star, you know, stars themselves, uh, from other, you know, solar systems that are kind of visible. Uh, so there, there's a whole spectrum, but you know we're uh, coming up to a, a, a time now, and with uh, the way the illusions work, uh, the internet and technology is making it a, a whole lot more interesting because anybody can kind of create now with Photoshop. But you've been doing this before Photoshop was like hip to oh, the illusion. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, developed the ability to uh, create photographs. Uh, well, I started out by painting them, but of course now on on uh, computer I can do it yeah. uh, actually in some ways easier, in some ways not so easy. <laughs> but uh, and I, I do it on paint. I don't use any of these uh, Photoshop programs or any of those other yeah uh, art art. Yeah, you're old. Things. You're old school. When we say old school, you're old school. You used like Microsoft Paint. Right, I used to use that's that. right. Yeah, paint. <laughs> it, it's, uh, and, and most people think of paint as like an etch a sketch, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I use it to paint photographs with. I mean, uh, even better than I used to paint them with, you know, on canvas. Uh, and uh, yeah, besides that, I can animate. Uh, as far as uh, computerized technology is concerned, I can animate and create things through the ability to create things that look totally real and then animate them, I can create just about anything. Uh, so in other words, you can't trust anything you see, either in picture form or video form or sound form. Uh, anything can be manipulated. Anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, uh, you know, movies are doing it now uh, in in an amazing way. We just saw the finale of The Mandalorian, which I'm not sure you're 100% familiar with, uh, the season two finale, which is a Star Wars series. And they had, uh, I'm not going to spoil it for those who haven't seen it because it just happened a couple of days ago, uh, but there is a reveal of a character from the original Star Wars trilogy and the way they brought that character back was through the technology of Photoshop and, you know, the, uh, yeah. uh, you know, the, the, the way they did it was simply incredible. I mean, it brought grown men yeah. to tears. Well, years ago, uh, when I was out in the woods logging and had a crew, always had a crew. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, after 1975, I'm talking about a yeah, little more yeah. recent. Well, yeah, you, you, you 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 did logging for how many years were you in, in the business? Oh well, I the last logging I did was I had joined a crew. It wasn't my own crew, uh, and it was up on the Kaibab. It was for for uh, Kaibab Forest Products, that company, uh -huh. up on the north north above the north rim of the Grand Canyon, and uh, I did that for two years. Made tremendous money because I was very good at it, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, you know, it was somewhere between $300 and $500 a day, and it was a, basically a short day. Uh, there was a lot of rules. You had to follow all kinds of rules. And you got paid by how good you did uh, more than anything. Uh, and uh, so I did really good. Anyway, uh, during this time, uh, whether or wherever it was, uh, I would tell 
people, you know, people around me, whether they're my crew or, or otherwise, I tell them, you know, uh, one day, <laughs> I says, I already know a lot about digital. In fact, back it was it was before digital actually came out. And I said, one of these days, we're going to be able to not only use digital, uh, of course, I had to explain digital, first of all, but we'll not <laughs> only be able to use it, uh, you know, normally, but one day we will have the ability to bring back somebody that has been long since died, somebody that is very special, you know, everybody knows him, like John Wayne or somebody, and it'll look just like John Wayne, it'll sound just like John Wayne, it'll move just like John Wayne, but it'll be completely computer generated. And they wouldn't believe me. Yeah. They would not yeah. believe me. And, and uh, nowadays, even now, they think, ah, you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> it's coming it's through. It's here. Yeah, it's happening. Yep. And uh, it, it's uh, not brand new technology. We saw it in the uh, Star Wars uh, Rogue One. They had oh, it a yeah. few years ago in 2014, 2015, around there. Uh, so it's uh, a few years old now. Now they, they have a, a channel on YouTube called Deep Fakes. Have you seen this, Mike? No, as a matter of fact, I don't even, I, I, I could have TV. I deliberately don't have it because I don't like commercials and, and I don't like commercialization oh. and all that. Uh, so I miss quite a bit of that stuff. No, this I, is on, this is on the internet. Large, yeah, I have a very large movie library and I get a lot of those TV shows and stuff when they come out on video, uh, you know, CD or whatever. Um, DVD, yeah. Yeah, DVD. Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, no, but deepfakes. Uh, deepfakes is not on TV. It's on YouTube, which is on the internet, and uh, it's a channel that uh, they put on the internet. Which what they do is they get uh, actors. You know, some of them have passed away, some of them are still alive, and they uh, they take their faces and they uh, they supplement them into the uh, body of another actor in a scene in a movie. So, for wow. example, they would have like Sylvester Stallone's face on Macaulay Culkin's body in the movie Home Alone. Ah. <laughs> and the way they do well, it is seamless. Now, what did you call that again? They're called deep fakes. Deep fake, like F-A-K-E-S? Like a fake, yeah. Like, are you fake or yeah. you? Like deep fakes, yeah. yeah. okay, yeah. Yeah. I thought it's, you were saying deep space. <laughs> no, 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 deep fakes. Okay. But uh, this, the way they do it is seamless almost. I mean, it's uh, and, and it's cheap too. It's not like an expensive uh, technology yeah. they're using. Uh, the the guys who are, um, are behind uh, the project, who are at least the face of the project, kind of. One of them, his name is Jamie Acosta, who's a, a very good impressionist, and uh, he does a, a bang up. Uh, version of uh, Han Solo looks, which is which is really funny, but he looks identical to Robin Williams also, but he can still pull off Han Solo somehow. I don't know how that works because they look nothing alike, but he does a good job impersonating both. And uh, he also yeah. does on um, deep fake, and he does that by remember those two impersonations are without the deep fake. Okay, this is just the way he looks. Now when he does deep fake, he does uh, the character of actually uh, George Lucas. But with a huge head, uh, bigger than his body, and it's absolutely hysterical. <laughs> but the, but oh, you're right; the, the man, technology is here. I see that now. I, now you really enticed me. I've got to see. It. Uh, are there commercials on it? 
No, no, no. It's uh, short clips, you know, just there. Right. Yeah, they're like 10-minute videos, 5-minute videos, you know, stuff like that. Very funny stuff. I mean, you know, they're actually, it's, it's funny because they use their technology for the last episode of Mandalorian instead of working with some company with CGI, which is going to cost them millions of dollars. They're like, these guys could do it for like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. You well, save the money. Technology can be done that way. It's just that when you yeah. when you get into a corporation and the idea is to make money, then 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 it costs money. I mean, you're gonna yeah. pay for it. Yeah, yep. yeah. By the way, for the people listening in, in case you're you've been living under a rock for the last forty five years or forty what seven years <laughs> now, uh, we're talking to Mike Rogers. She's a very very. A famous illusionist, as you're listening to right now, and uh, illusionist not just in his mind, well, but in the I'm world of Earth. I'm not an illusionist. I explain illusions. <laughs> well, you're you're an illusionist, my friend, I, I because if you get a, if, I mean, if you get explained them, I can do that stuff. I don't yeah. do it. I mean, I I explain illusions. So that's that was the reason. That was the whole purpose of my show, which I used to have on KGRA. We're going to get to that. We're going to we're going to get to that. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, thinking, oh, a realist, huh? So you believe <laughs> all this UFO stuff. <laughs> well, we're going to get that. All this stuff is real. It's, it's all realistic. No. <laughs> no, that but, no the, the reason I, I, I say that because, uh, you know, not only are you, uh, you know, somebody who uh, explains illusions, but that makes you kind of an illusionist. But uh, I was going to get to the audience that you're Mike Rogers. That's right, the Mike Rogers, who was present at the night that Travis Walton was taken and uh, yes the realist from uh, the old show at KGRA like you were talking about here and what happened are you not doing that show anymore I heard you're moving on to uh, other no, things no I'm, I'm not and uh, for a while I was going to go with the uh, uh, United you know the UK Paranormal Network but they got they're even more hokey than <laughs> KGRA uh I, uh, it's not that I'm against it, okay? I realize people have a choice, they have a free will and all that, but I right. just, you know, I've been a realist all my life. And, uh, uh, so when that happened to me in 1975, it was, it was a jaw dropper for me. And, uh, uh, and, and of course, we went on tour and stuff, and I became very familiar with these people who have, had breakfast on the backside of the moon with the Venetians just last week and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> and I just got so sick of that. I just I, I couldn't believe that people would act that way. Uh, and and I know they do. And I, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening to this right now are going, "What? What?" <laughs> Don't you love when when the when some of these folks come on and and it's all about them sometimes, and they're like, "Well, nobody else had an experience but me. I'm the only one that could have ever had an experience yeah, with right. any kind of being. Like, I am yeah. the star child, star seed. I am the chosen one. Aliens chose me, uh -huh. not you. I'm the yeah. prophet. I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've actually gone to uh, conventions, you know, for most everybody knew me. Once in a while, I'd run to somebody that he didn't know me at all, but he wanted to convince me that he was an experiencer, you know, <laughs> and, and he had breakfast. He does it all the time. He gets abducted like every time. He sometimes has gone for two weeks and stuff like that, you know, and oh, boy. I yeah, just, they went they went I'm away for a rendezvous for two weeks. <laughs> That's how that works. 
he went to Cincinnati for a week. Yeah, that's what that's what he told the wife. Is like I was taken by aliens, honey. That's really what it was. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to heckle these people. Well, yes, yes, I actually do. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, you know, hokey is hokey. My gosh, and I'm a realist. I really am. And uh, and if somebody, you know, a lot of times I have uh, told people, you know. Come on, get real, because reality is all that exists. That's all that exists. And if you don't get with the program, you're going to die easily. Yeah. It happens all too easy. It happens to people all the time. They just lose track of reality, and it kills them. It does it a lot of different ways. Oh, we're facing that now. If we don't start uh, getting into gear here in this country, we're going to face a very, very scary 2021 and beyond. Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> now, you just about ruined my day right there, Angel. <laughs> if I wasn't such a happy guy, that would get me down. It really would. Uh, I'm just hoping uh, it doesn't happen. Or at least it happens very slowly. And I think that's the way it's going to be. It's not going to be like overnight. Uh, I don't know, man. They've been playing on this for a long time. Did you see the uh, video of uh, Ted Cruz? Uh, you know, this man is uh, never ceases to amaze me anymore. Uh, but the video that came out uh, just 24 hours ago, 48 hours ago, whatever it was, where he's in Congress and he went nuclear on China. I mean, just went bananas uh, exposing China for what they are. Well, somebody needs to. Uh, I have a lot of friends on Facebook who are from China, Shanghai and and other major cities, uh, and they seem to be fine, you know. I ask them about how's it doing in your country, which has got you got you're living under communism, right? Yes, but I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that they don't want to, Mike. It's yeah, they, they don't want to die. <laughs> Just, they can't. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. They don't want to say anything bad about it because. Yeah, they'll be lined up on a wall like some of your people were down in Cuba and yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, legit. Look yeah. at the Uyghur Muslims. Look at the Fulan Gong, which, by the way, shout-outs to uh, Mitchell Nicholas Gerber, who's going to be on later on uh, tonight uh, with this show. And he's been on uh, that train for 20 years talking about the, the Fulan Gong. And that's a spiritual group. I mean, these guys are, like, as harmless as you can get. All they do is, you know, they, they meditate and pray and practice, like, yoga and shit like that. And, and they've been using them for, like, organ harvesting. I mean, what kind of craziness yeah. is that? You know, that's, that's bizarre. That is crazy. Right? That's, you know? that's nuts. Uh, I mean, there, certainly there's... nothing we want to have happen ourselves. No. Well, no, here's, here's, the, here's the thing, Mike. They're snatching these people, right? Uh, them, the Uyghur Muslims, they've been doing it for decades now. Snatching them, killing them, taking the organs to sell it to America and to the West and to other rich billionaires around the world uh, that are they need the organs. How do you think that, uh, what's his face, uh, George Soros is still alive after all the transplants he's had and everybody else who gets their, their organs really fast when they're rich and famous uh, from some mysterious donor somewhere? Or... Uh, you know, if you want to go down the rabbit hole about, you know, the, the corpses of the people, they drain the adrenal gland and uh, they use that for whatever nefarious purpose they get high off of. I mean, adrenochrome, you know, the, Hunter S. Yeah. Thompson is not the only one that's spoken about that drug. Uh, and that 
that comes from plants, humans, but the ones in humans are the most lethal and the most effective and most psychedelic. Uh, so imagine if they get that directly from the humans and from like little babies. What do you think Plank Parenthood is such a, a big thing? Well, I'm just glad that I got all my organs from good genetics, yeah, my everlasting organs. <laughs> I don't know how long they'll last. Now, my grandfather, who killed himself by star- starvation deliberately because he was religious Ouch. and he wanted to go meet his maker. But otherwise, he was healthy as you wouldn't. I mean, I couldn't believe it. Uh, when he was 90 years old, he lived to be 98 before he starved himself to death. When he was 90 years old, he was digging a basement by hand with a pick and shovel and pumping it up out of this uh, hole, which was by the time I was helping him. Wow. Uh, the, the hole was so deep. I mean, it was, it was a full basement. So he was down about uh, 10 feet down, and, uh, and he had a big, long plank there. It was about 20 feet long, so it was really steep. You know, it was about a 45-degree angle. And uh, he was pumped that, you know, huffed that. Big old wheelbarrow up out of there full of dirt. One day I thought, oh, I'm going to, because I'm a strapping young man, right? I jumped down there and said, oh, Grandpa, let me let me take that for you. Let me take that for you. He says, no, I don't th- I don't think you're better. I said, well, let me. I, I sort of like pushed him aside. You know, I took the wheelbarrow and I went, oh, and I couldn't push it. And I, I could bench press 780 pounds with my legs at the time. And uh, I, I couldn't move that wheelbarrow. I just sat there and got weak. And I was so embarrassed by it. <laughs> I got weak and tired, and pretty soon I just dumped the whole thing over. And my grandpa just picked up the shovel, didn't say anything, started loading the dirt back in the wheelbarrow. And so I said, okay, Grandpa. I says, you know what? They don't make them like that anymore, Mike. They don't make them like that anymore. I says, That's... I'm, I'm just glad I have your genes in my body because one day I'll probably be as strong as you. Maybe I'll have to be 90 first, but uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> well, now you're strong and you're a happy individual. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm happy. I don't. I don't have a care in the world except for impending communism. Yeah, well, that, that's just a, it's a little tiny thing. It's, it's small, you know. Obstacle, yeah, yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And we just—it's just the end of the republic as we knew it. You know, the end of capitalism, the end, the end of uh, freedom of speech. You know, rights yeah. of bare arms. But you Man. know what's funny though? You know what's funny? There's been a big backlash uh, with the appointees that. Uh, Joe China Biden has been putting to his so-called cabinet, uh, and a lot of the progressives like AOC and the fraud squad and all those uh, clowns are getting upset because they're like, wait a second, they're not progressive, the people that he's appointing. Did you really <laughs> think that Joe Biden was such a progressive that he's going to appoint you, AOC, to a position of cabinet? He's not a progressive. He is for big business, uh, for for the stock, uh, Wall Street. Uh, he, you know, yeah. he is sold out to China. He is, uh, you know, he's a whore for the dollar, and that's what he's always been. Right. And well, that's, that's not going to change. That's what communism is, too. Yeah. A lot of people think, oh, communism, you know, better red than dead. <laughs> right. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because there's no such thing as for the people in communism. That's just an ideal that they use to capture you with. Uh, they're all, they're nothing but corporate. They're nothing but make money. And, and it's all for the main body of the people, the main body, the leaders. Uh, and uh, that's what it's for. 
and the people are just trampled on. And there's, you can't say yeah. anything about it, or yeah. they'll line you up and shoot you. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's no civil uh, liberties, no civil rights. I mean, I saw some uh, things in China a few years ago, Mike, that just left me, you know, again, scratching my bald head like, oh, my goodness, how does this happen? And this this is going to trip you out. Listen to this. There was uh, a family. They were out shopping, and I guess it was like one of those little roads in China. Uh, where people would go and shop on the side of the roads, you know, as people put their goods to sell. Uh, not a, like a mall or anything, just outside in the middle of the road somewhere. Right. And, uh, you know, it's lined up on both sides with, you know, a bunch of little, like, you know, little spots for items or whatever. And uh, a lady and her kid are shopping in one of the little areas, and she goes in and she starts looking around, buying her food or whatever. And her kid wanders off and gets hit by a truck. Now, check this out. This is where it gets really sad. The truck hits a kid. The kid's maybe like three or four years old. You guys can look this up on YouTube. It's very disturbing. She gets run over by a truck. People are walking around the child, okay? And there's even a guy on a bicycle who rides around the child who just got hit by a truck and keeps going. Nobody's helping the child who just got hit by a, by a truck. A van comes by, runs the kid over. No, oh. nobody is helping. This child was still alive, and now it's been run over by two cars. A third car comes over and runs the kid over. Still, people walk right past it like it's not in the, none of their business, and they keep going. And what's troubling about that? It's not just the fact that that happened. Okay, it's the reason it happened. Now, do you know why that happened, Mike and China? You know why that that takes no. place? Because there's a rule in China that if you pick up a victim of an accident, or if you help a victim of an accident in any way, shape, or form, and you take them to a hospital, you're liable for the hospital cost. Even if they're not a relative of yours or a friend or family, if you're just helping a stranger. So if somebody would have picked up that child, okay, and taken that child to a hospital, the mother wasn't even paying attention. She was in La La Land. The father was in La La Land. They were like, they didn't even, they didn't even know that the kid was missing. And when the mother noticed, she ran towards the child and she was like, oh my God. You know, and, and she was panicking and, and freaking out. After, uh, I think, no, there was one lady who did, I guess, uh, see what was happening right before the mother got involved and she pulled the body of the kid away from the street and just like pulled it to the sidewalk and left it there. And then she just walked away. Not even to check if she was breathing or anything. Just, okay, this is the carcass. I'm moving it to the side so the cars can keep going. It was very disturbing footage. And the mother comes out, she rushes on and she looks at the kid. And she's panicking. The, the The child died a few days later, uh, as you can tell from you know being run over three or four times. I Again, thought that would have killed it there. No, she the 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 kid survived for a couple more days until they they announced that she passed away in the hospital. Uh, amazing, amazingly, she was still breathing after that. But the craziest part of all is the law in China that tells you that if you are involved in saving that life and taking them to the hospital you are liable for the cost of the hospital even if it's not your your relative that folks is disgusting and if, if those are the people who want to take over this country yeah oh i'll tell you what if they do uh there's going to be no such thing as the american dream anymore no yeah 
That's what we're really facing. And I have, I have some people in my family who believe that socialism would just be great. And they, they and when I, in fact, one of them was my sister and her husband. And I was saying to them, why do you watch CNN? And why are you going to vote for Biden? Because do you know what's really going to happen? And they, they wouldn't even let me finish. They, they wouldn't even, they didn't want to hear it. No, it's, uh, too many people's brain has been washed. Yes. Like Hillary's, yeah. uh, CNN. computers. Yeah. <laughs> They've been acid washed, uh, like, uh, like Hillary's computers, acid washed. Like uh-huh. her emails. Uh, no, it's, it's grotesque and, and I fear for the worst. I hope for the best, but next year it's going to be an interesting one. Now imagine if 2020 was just a warm up for 2021 and we're just, we're just warming it up for the real game. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, I oh, send. I sense the is, purge. Is uh, Trump officially out yet? Well, uh, not till January six. I mean, they could. They've already named uh, Sleepy Joe as the president elect uh, technically, uh, but it's not official until January six when all the electoral colleges come together and they officially announce it. The kicker is. In the last few days, and I actually wanted to ask you what you thought about this, uh, they recently, the Pentagon stopped the transition from Trump to Biden. And the reason they stopped doing that apparently is because uh, something's about to happen with the whole Hunter Biden-China connection. And there might be uh, evidence that Joe Biden is also connected to China and that China was uh, influencing the election and they're possibly uh, tie-ins to China and uh, the rigging of the election. That's the rumor. And uh, that's possibly why they stopped the transition of power from uh, Trump to Biden, which had begun already. And that says a lot because that's the the, uh, the Pentagon, that's you know the, the people that are in the Defense Department basically saying, hold on, Joe Biden, Joe, uh, hold on, Joe, relax. We're not ready to they give you the clearance an, yet. They've found an awful lot of fraud so far in a lot of ways. That much I do know, even though I don't watch TV. That's why I was asking <laughs> you if uh, if Trump was officially out yet, because I I don't know actually unless I ask somebody like you. And uh, I really, uh, in a certain ways, I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, I voted for Trump. Uh, and a lot of my family did. In fact, most of my family. But it just doesn't seem to matter. As far as the vote's concerned, uh, those votes uh, just don't count. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? The incredible uh, part is, the incredible uh, part is again, that the most votes ever by a sitting president in the history of the United States was by Trump. And somehow a guy who couldn't get 12 people to a rally... And who was in a basement for six, eight months out of the year, beats him by 10 million votes. How does that happen? Hmm. Right. <laughs> well, I don't think it did happen. Uh, the polls show, the actual real polls. If you do the, if you do the actual, what do you call it, uh, perspective, basically, so that you, you're not including the possibility of fraud, uh, Trump wins by a, a 65% margin. 
65%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, we all thought it was going to be a landslide, and it looked, I mean, the, the, the optics of the whole thing looks like it was a Republican landslide. They took more seats in than they lost in the Congress. Uh, they're keeping the Senate now. Of course, Georgia's not as up for grabs because of what happened there. Uh, so they're having the runoff elections, but it looks like they're probably going to win Georgia if they don't cheat again. Right. That's that's the right. big if because now with what happened, uh, you know, the, the, you know, with these machines and with uh, the mail-in ballots, Georgia being in the thick of things, you know, they might just try to say, you know what, it's got two for two. We, we control the narrative. Nobody's going to question or check us. And that's scary because, you know, if that happens and we lose the Senate, Mike, uh, we're in trouble because we'll never have a Republican president. We'll never have uh, the democracy back in this country. They're going to pack the courts like they said they were going to do. Uh, communism is on the way, baby. They're ready to take over Hollywood and the sports departments. And China wants uh, you know, to control the West. And uh, it seems like uh, that would happen immediately. I don't think it's going to take too long. Yeah, well... Maybe because of all this, it won't happen, and it won't happen ever. Maybe democracy, our actual American, real democracy, not Democrats, democracy may just become stronger than ever before. Yeah. You know, they, they're they talking about um, a possible avenue that Trump could take would be insurrection, to call it for an insurrection act, uh, which is by law something he can't do if there's sufficient evidence that uh, the Bidens are... Uh, sold out to China, so that looks like might be the the play here. Why the it might be why the Pentagon pulled back on the uh, transition of power, also. Probably is because I think there's enough uh, evidence of the fraud uh, yeah. and, a, and a, a proof of it as well that uh, they've got to do that at this point. Yeah, uh, yeah. It seems pretty obvious. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's probably going to be the next step. That might be our Christmas surprise for from President Trump. Yeah, well, I certainly hope so. And that's one reason why I stay happy. It's it's called hope. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, actually what it is, it's an educated hope. You know? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, one thing I think we all hope for, Mike, is that you're not gone from podcasting because, you know, we loved hearing from you. So let's go back to this whole thing that you, you left KGRA. Because uh, I wanted to touch on oh, that. Yeah. So, what's going to happen there? I mean, uh, what's happening? Because I know well, the UK I, thing is not I've working been out. Talking about doing uh, some private conversations with some people, uh-huh. uh huh, like the uh, <laughs> the British, you know, like like on the old AM networks, you know, where 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 they get Rush Limbaugh and like that. Ah, uh, yes, good old Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be his brand of crazy, okay? But I, <laughs> what I would really like to do is do some actual realism. And by that, I mean, yes, I've had experiences, one of the biggest, and, and I witnessed the Phoenix Lights, but I know that it was, a, it was a, a hoax, okay? And a lot of people go, oh, no, no way. Well, I have proof, but, but you know, the believers just won't take it at all. In fact, yeah. that's what initially got me back into radio here uh, three years ago. And and then, of course, with my own show, uh, with the Phoenix Lights. Because I found it so amazing uh, that, that people just refuse to accept the actual documentation. They just refuse. And they yeah. still do. 
No, but you know, I, it's, it's even gotten bigger. You know, now down yeah. in Scottsdale, they have this big uh, Phoenix Lights parade and yes. holiday, <laughs> big time. Well, you know, you know what it is. They're, they're trying to mimic what happened at Roswell. That's what it is, uh, Mike. They're trying to make it a big thing, so it becomes like its own, yeah. you know, like almost holiday or religious event over in Phoenix. Uh, yeah. And I mean, there's no evidence that anything happened. Yeah, there's a lot of eyewitnesses, but that could have been anything. Yeah, well, I tell people all the time. I say, like people say. Hey, there are so many witnesses to that that it has to be true. And I say no. Uh. You know, 200 years ago, the common <laughs> common person, every, well, actually, whoever, they believed that the moon was just beyond the clouds and made of Swiss cheese. Now, yes. Are we supposed to believe that today? M- Mike, no. th- there's still people that believe the Earth is flat. Yeah, there, but we're ca- we're talking about the. <laughs> A general consensus, right? We're not talking yeah. about those few lingering. Of course, there's always going to be those. Hey, I, 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 I get abducted every week. You know, I'm continually abducted. I am an alien, as a matter of fact. <laughs> you know? No, I love the the yeah. ones that are not just abducted every week, but they also they see spirits. They hang out with uh, ex presidents oh, yeah. who have been dead for decades. Uh, they they talk to star people from other galaxies on a nightly basis through telecommunications when they're sleeping, and uh, they have out of body experiences. They are reincarnated from like nineteen oh one or from like the eighteen hundreds, and you and you have uh, certain you know pictures that prove they're from, they were from there, or uh, they're time travelers that went back to the old west, and they have pictures that prove they were from the old west. But always the faces are blurred out in these images, Andrew yeah. Bassagio. <laughs> You know, I had a guy, uh, I, 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 I co-hosted a show for uh, Michael Deacon. I think you know who he is. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know and, Mike. Uh, well, I don't know him personally, but I know of Yeah, this was yeah. about two years ago, right? Yeah. And there was a fellow on there uh, by the name of Ray Zamansky. Okay. Yes, I, I know about uh, him, yeah. A, a, a seven, uh, what do they say? whatever, whatever, 70 shades of alien or 50 shades of alien grays or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. After this, I mean, he, and of course, I co-hosted the show and I was asking most of the questions and stuff and he, uh, he thought I was cool. So after, after the show, he says, you know, I have a picture, I have a photo. He says, I want you to add it because I told him I, I had these abilities, you know, and I do. I, I do just about anything on a computer, really, real things, okay? And uh, and I have done those things. I've anyway, seen it. It's amazing. It, yeah. I've seen it. Some of the work. It's. A, I mean, I, yeah. I was like, "That's a picture." And you're like, "No, I drew that shit." And I'm like, "That's a picture." Yeah. And you're like, "No, no, I yeah. drew that." Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Ray Zamansky sent me this uh, photo of an old of an old fort, an old Civil War fort, you know, way back east there somewhere, and uh, and it had glass in it. It had glass windows, you know, and he says. In the in the uh, in one image, one window there, okay, the one way over on the left, there's an image of like uh, General Lee. <laughs> he says it looks just like him. Uh, I said, okay, well, I'll check it out. I'll see what he can do. Anyway, he didn't know what what I would really do. He thought I was going to just say, oh yeah, it's great, you know, but I didn't. <laughs> what I did is ran it through this program that would clean those windows, okay, <laughs> and it really does. Uh, it's a special program that I designed, actually. Uh, at least I enhanced it. I made it better than it was. And uh, 
what it got done, I sent him the pictures and it floored him because all it actually showed, once the windows were clean where they would actually re, you know, reflect normally what was actually there, uh, all it was was bushes and trees, you know, uh-huh. reflecting off the, and, and one of the plants was, because I did two different windows. One, one of these windows had a plant like a, an early development of a sunflower plant, you know, that hadn't had it headed out yet. Great big right, leaves yeah. and stuff, yep. big stalk. And that became extremely clear in that photo. And he had a, he just had a fit, literally. In fact, uh, <laughs> he wouldn't even talk to me after that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, and he says, he says, don't, whatever you do, you don't ever say anything to anybody about this. I says, well, I, I'm not, I'm going to tell whatever I want. He says, well, I, that photograph was copyrighted. I says, fine, I won't show the actual, but I will talk about it just like I am right now. <laughs> so, Ray, <laughs> if you're out there, I am talking about it. <laughs> and this is going to be on. wasn't anything like what he was said it was. <laughs> and you heard it from the man's mouth himself. My guest in Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so a realist. The, you know, the realist. I, I do say, you know, what happened to us in 1975 was absolutely real. As far as I can tell, it could have been government. Government could have done it. Uh, but, but it would have to be like technology that nobody's ever seen before, you know. Well, I mean, if we so, believe, but if we believe that the government has back engineered aircraft, so they've been hoking around with, uh, UFO technology, uh, it, it could be a chance it could be like a government and alien partnership, which I mean, we've heard about that also where they, uh, they're kind of like working together. Yeah, but and I'm, Travis I'm did so see sure human looking. Yeah. You know, he saw yeah. human-looking beings. So, I mean, that's a little sketchy in itself. And it would make sense that they, they Travis said they didn't speak to him. They just kind of, like, walked him off into uh, uh, sleep, basically. They walked him away from the room. Yeah. Uh, that would make sense. If you don't want him to know, you know, who you are, don't talk. Just, right. you know, like, and, so, I mean, that's it. That's, that, you want that's us to see it. Makes, uh, yeah. That's what makes his abduction so incredibly real. Yes. Because... Uh, you know, like Georgia Dampsey, uh, he was one of the first people to talk about being yes. abducted yep. uh, way, way back, you know, and Ooh, he was oh, one of yeah. the first people that we met and all that. Well, Georgia Dampsey, uh, of course, said that uh, uh, the backside of the moon was green and lush with flowing streams of water and all this stuff, you know. And, well, what happened not very long after that, we went to the moon, we found out what was there, and what did it tell us? The backside of the moon is just as desolate as the front yeah. side. It's a bunch of rocks, Georgia man. Uh, and but, that brings but, up another issue, you know. You know, who do you trust? That's the, well, well, no, there, I've seen some stuff, let me tell you, Mike, uh, where uh, I, I question NASA because I, I know uh, that NASA is notorious for, like, you know, uh, uh, airbrushing images and doing all kinds of things. And they've been on record saying that a lot of the images of the Earth and the moon Go through their Photoshop. That is kind of hokey to me. I want to, you know, I want to see uh, with the technology well, we you, have today. I, why I are you doing one of the that? People who did the airbrushing, okay. I know him personally, and he was in Flagstaff, okay. He worked there, and he worked. Was it for JPL? Yeah. What's that? Did he work for JPL? No, uh, okay. he worked for a company that did the mapping of Mars 
and all the planets. Okay. The ones that we were, you know, actually uh, mapping with orbiters and stuff. Mainly right. the moon and, and Mars and even Jupiter. And, I mean, uh, yeah, Jupiter and Mercury. <laughs> you know, Venus. Venus. That, yeah, yeah, Venus. Yeah. And, and they, they airbrushed him up there. And he, he did that, okay? And he did some of those photos for NASA and stuff like that. And th- they do that because those original photos, some of them were so blurry and so un- unviewable, okay, that they had to do it in order to clean it up and even make sense of some things to themselves, okay? They weren't trying, this, and he told me way back when, we're not trying to, to change anything. We're just trying to make it look more usable so we can make more of it, okay? Uh, some of that stuff was blurry. Some of it was time exposed. Yeah, well, now we come to my show, okay? We <laughs> had these Two guys on, Ken Johnston, who claimed there were moon bases on the backside of the moon. To make this story short, because I know we don't have much time here, uh, I uh, I had Ken Johnston on my show uh, one time, and of course everything was all. Of course, Ken Johnston also says, "Well, I, I I don't need to. I don't. I've already I've already been to Mars. I've already been to Mars, and that kind of floored me. You know, I <laughs> I didn't know what to say right then. So anyway, about six weeks later. I I started looking at these pictures that they had, and and the very best one was the one I zeroed in on, the very best one of a moon base. I ran it through my computer. To make a long story short, I ran it through my computer, and it is not a moon base at all. It was a time time lapse photo which stretched out the image, and when I and and it was stretched out in strange ways because it was like uh, like eight frames. Eight time-lapsed yeah. frames. And each frame, and it was over a second, so it was like uh, just fractions of a second for each frame, basically. And in between, you'd get the normal look of the moon, the, the, the crater that was there. Well, when you collapsed it this way, because you had to look at it real close to find out which was which. So you'd, I drew these lines, you know, and, and I did it two ways. One was just to collapse it. The other was to collapse it in stages. Well, when I collapsed it in stages, the moon base completely disappeared, and all it was was just a crater with normal rubble and rocks and whatnot, and, and even even the uh, sides of the crater did not collapse, just the moon base part, both times. That, doing it both that's, ways. What, that's what happened to the face on Mars, and a lot of people, when they saw the uh, the follow-up image years and years later, they were like, yeah, they didn't want it to looks like it. a pile of sand, yeah, what, what happened, they blew it up? No, man, it was just a, an illusion. Thing of it is, aliens are actually real. Okay, yes, I can tell you that right now. They are real for absolute certain. But there's not all that many of them that are real. All the stuff people claim is not real. Uh, yeah. Most all of it. Most all of it is somebody's imagination, or somebody's uh, self delusion, whatever, or yeah. deliberate hoax. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I believe that. And and look, I think there's a lot of aliens. I just don't think they all are able to come here. The, the distance we're talking about are amazing. And and if we're talking about alien, the aliens that are technologically enough, you know, technologically advanced enough to be able to come here from like Alpha Centauri or another galaxy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, there might be hundreds of thousands of those aliens in those galaxies and <laughs> lives that are advanced, but for them to be able to travel here, 
It's very rare that they'll have that ability. Plus, oh, out of all the planets, yeah. why would this be the one they come to when there might be other planets that are in better condition, better shape, and maybe <laughs> less wars for stupid things? Uh, you know, I, I come up with a whole lot of jokes about that sort of thing, like, you know, these dimensions and whatnot. I was like, okay, uh, close your eyes, click your heels together three times, Yes, and I'm then, doing that right now. I got heels on. And then, click, click, click. And then, and then, okay, bring the ends of your forehead together until they touch the ends. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'll jump across space, okay? Yes, and there you go. They, they, done. <laughs> you got to do it that way. You got to click your heels together three times, you know, like Dorothy. <laughs> Wizard Dorothy? Yeah. yeah. I think we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think we are. I think we're way off in space somewhere. At least most yeah. people are. <laughs> no, that doesn't. And we're not trying to say that the abduction phenomenon isn't a hundred percent. You know, it's not a hundred percent fake either. There are people that have been abducted. That's there are right. people that have been yeah. taken. And I, and Travis, I, I believe. Yeah, I, I believe I have, in uh, you know. <laughs> I, look, yeah. What you guys went through, uh, and I've said it here, Mike, many times. What you guys went through is one of the few that I believe 100 percent happened, and not because I know you or I've known Travis or Steve or anything like that, uh, but because of the fact uh, that in the case itself, all everything that you guys went through. I mean, you just you don't go through that kind of scrutiny and all that kind of stuff if it's something that's hokey. And you guys continue to work as luggage for crying out loud. You weren't trying to milk it or make, you know, billions right. of dollars off of this thing like some people, uh, Billy Myers, you know, oh, try to do. Oh, oh yeah, Billy Myers. <laughs> <laughs> as a matter of fact, the only money I really made off of that whole thing was when I went on tour for Paramount to, to promote yeah. the movie. The movie itself only paid me $1,000. I made many, many times that for the promotional <laughs> Because they found out I could promote. Uh, Travis was telling people that I was a hermit living up in the woods. <laughs> I lived up in the woods, but I wasn't a hermit by any means. And when they found that out, uh, and then they found out what I really was, uh, they hired me. Uh, Travis was already on contract. And he wasn't getting that much. <laughs> but they hired me, and uh, I made use of it. I, I made a lot of money off that. But that was I'm the first real money I made from it. You know, I want to ask you that this uh, last time I had John, but I didn't get to. Were you offered a part in the movie? I know Travis was uh, in a movie briefly, but did, did you uh, get offered a role or a cameo, walking no. or anything? No, no, because Travis kept all that from me when that when that was being filmed up there. He didn't uh, want me entering his limelight. He has never wanted me in his limelight. As a matter of fact, uh, even to this very day, uh, I uh, did a. a a, a minor speaking thing. There was only like 40 people there up in Pine Top, uh, Arizona. Mm -hmm. And this was about oh, a year ago, I think. And uh, Travis wasn't even a member of Mensa. Uh, no, he's not a member of Mensa either. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, move on. Okay. <laughs> he wasn't a member of Move On. And, and, he, and he, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't even supposed to be there. Well, I was already into my talk, okay. And, uh, all of a sudden, he opens the door, and he's all sweaty and panty and everything. He says, damn, I couldn't find the place. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> David Loomis, who was at the time was the president of the White Mountain chapter of MUFON, uh, 
he was amazed by that because Travis went right over and sat down right next to me. <laughs> and I, I looked over David and we both knew what was going on. Travis doesn't want me to get in his limelight. It's just that simple. <laughs> that's uh that's weird man. that's, that's, that's the way sad. it was up or up in oregon too yeah i mean is... years earlier of course uh the making the movie he he didn't want me to be there and he did everything he could to keep me from it and i say that now because uh that's just the truth of it and a lot of people i haven't even been in a position to say anything before you know yeah. i haven't even said a whole lot on my show because i knew people didn't like it but here now with you, you seem to be okay with it. And uh, well, I'm I'm, all, I'm I'm like yeah, I'm a realist, man. I'm all about uncensoring, you know, uh, yes, the, the truth. Right. And uh, hey, in order, say what in you order to say. know what's going on with the world right now in politics, yeah. you have to be a realist. You, yeah. you have to be a stark realist. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. I love Travis. I have no beef with him. I, I've uh, interviewed him a couple of times, and he's always been a gentleman to me. So I. I, I'm well, not yeah. getting in the He's way between you guys. <laughs> yeah. Even a gentleman to me. He doesn't want me in his limelight. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a, he's a star. He's the one that got taken for the ride, you know? Like, you know? Yeah, well. Yeah. He, he deserves a little bit of it. And, and you're a realist, man. You're, you're paid. You're in love. Again, with congratulations, by the way. I, I know that you have a, yeah. a new love in your life, and that's always beautiful. Some of us yeah. don't get that, like me. But uh, you, you do. And she's... <laughs> Fifty years younger than me. <laughs> You're right now. I'm 42 and I can't now. even hit a 35 year old. What are you doing right that I'm doing wrong, Mike? What's going on here? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm in doubt. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's mostly my ability to laugh at everything <laughs> because that's just the way I am all the time. Uh, I'm also a very moral person. <laughs> I won't do anything with anybody unless I'm at least in love with them, for heaven's sakes. You know, I don't believe in these one-night stands. <laughs> now, um, you know what I do love about you, though, Mike? And, uh, you know, we're a short time. We have another show coming up here, but I wanted to leave off with this. Uh, since I have met you and uh, we you know we've spoken uh, for a few months now, we've become friends, you've uh, definitely shown that you are definitely a realist for real, and uh, you're one of the realest persons that I've ever met, and very open about who you are and you know we shared conversation off air and your life you know you've uh, told me a lot of things which i never expected to know about you and i'm amazed that you you know you're just like me you're an open book you know you have nothing to hide yeah. so why hide it uh but i mean like i like i said earlier i hope that we don't lose you on broadcast i hope you do stay and do podcasting because you know your voice is awesome and we need more you know great laughter from you on the airways well i hope my voice is good <laughs> <laughs> My friend, I have to, I have to get going. Uh, tell us, uh, tell the audience where they uh, can look you up on uh, Facebook or anywhere else so they might want to follow you for when you do uh, come back to the, uh, the yeah, podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, my Facebook is just Mike Heston Rogers Facebook. I don't do any other social media yet, uh, yet. Yes. Uh, that seems to keep me really busy, but you go there and you can find just about everything I'm doing. Almost everything, at least certainly uh, natural illusions, and uh, what's left of my podcasting, or I didn't like to call it podcasting. To me, I guess it was podcasting, but you know, KGRA, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I left them for several reasons. One of them was because they were becoming disjointed. And Lee, Lee Spiegel sent me a notice here just the other day that. They are very disjointed, and they have a new link now 
it's changed, and that link uh, won't get you what it's supposed to get you. In other words, basically people, even to this very moment, I think, are completely in the dark about what shows are, uh, you know, their, 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 what do you call it? Their site is just uh, absurd. <laughs> it's just completely disjointed. And, and Lee Spiegel doesn't know what the heck's going on. He says, you know, we're, we're losing, we're losing listeners. People are going somewhere else. Uh, so, you know. Wow. That's basically my thing with them too. And uh, Race Hobbs just wouldn't produce my show. He just wouldn't. He, he became my producer and then, like, out of out of a month, he was only five weeks, okay, that he was before I quit. Uh, and, and out of that five weeks, there was only two shows. No, there was three didn't even happen. Wow. I sat here, right here, waiting, okay? And he didn't, he didn't even come on. Nothing happened. So, uh, all that put together, and the fact that KGRA is a paranormal a station outlet, you know, and I don't, I don't really like that anymore. I mean, my whole concept of realism is realism, not somebody's idea of it that uh, means you believe in everything. In fact, I put it that way now, you know, I don't like believe everything people. I don't believe any, I don't like believe any damn thing stuff, you know, because to me, that's kind of a simple way to say it. And uh, but people into the paranormal listen to it. Oh, that's what they want. They want just everything. They believe ghosts and, you know, time travel and oh, all these other things that are absurd scientifically. Now, sure, there's a lot of things scientifically that don't make sense, but that doesn't mean you got to just go off on a tangent and do anything that you just want to believe in, because that's bias and bias is stupidity. <laughs> Amen to that. With that, uh, folks, uh, we got to go. Uh, we have uh, another show coming up. Mike, we're going to have you all back on soon. Have yourself a safe holiday, my friend. And by all means, stay COVID free and stay smiling. Oh, I would do. I do. <laughs> we'll I talk soon. Mask, but I do. We'll talk soon, all brother. Right. Take care very of yourself. Good. Thank you very much, Angel. Thank you very much. That, folks, is the great. Mike Heston Rogers, and it's been a fun hour, a couple hours here on Inside the Jackal's Head. Uh, Kaiser Talk Radio is uh, coming up in a couple minutes here, so stick around for that. Till we get him on the show, though, uh, here we, uh, I just want to let everybody know that I'll be back on live on Thursday and on Sunday this uh, coming uh, week. Don't know yet who I'm going to have on, but I'm sure it's going to be a great show, so please stick around for that. Till then, guys, take care. Stay safe, stay COVID-free, peace to everybody, and get ready because uh, we might either be facing our uh, freedom uh, coming uh, next year or we might be facing you know, a very tough, dark year. So by all means, also, besides all the other things, stay ready. Till then, guys, 